This is Longonomics, a podcast questioning status quo of life. Oh, because, because, <laughs> because a typical university student is like drunk, like 24-7. Yes. Let's talk actually, about... I, actually, I can't, um, I can't understand how those kids actually survive. Uh, Chila and I were uh, discussing. Actually, yeah. you'd be happy to know that the amount of alcohol, the alcohol consumption over the past 20 years has decreased dramatically within the young people. Young people are drinking less Decrease. than ever before. Yes. Young people are drinking less than before ever in the history over the past 200 years. I mean, yeah, they're having less sex as well. And I think that the two things can be attributed for the same reason. It's because getting high on other things is more accessible. So people watch more Netflix and have yeah. less sex and have less alcohol. I think it's like that. Which is ironic uh, due to Netflix and chill. You know, they, they, they <laughs> think. Actually, actually, yeah. But I actually do think it's because... I don't know if I explained this clearly enough, but I think like, mm. you know, like, like sort of these, these, you intensity, you haven't. <laughs> and like, like, like intensity of emotion is now like, like you can get it from other stuff, you know, mm. like, like so, in Kardashian reality TV show. Yeah. So like there's surveys that say that, that, you know, when the new iPhone comes out, then, then young people have less sex. And it's like really, yeah. And it's like is everybody just excited for those apples? Yeah, and and I mean, it's like you know, like it's it's really like sort of telling fact of you know, like today's society. I think like interesting. And and you know, like when you had like 60s, 70s and stuff, and and people really didn't have a lot of other stuff to do. Yeah, the stuff that we have to do today, you know, like like play. Minecraft and what I I don't play games on phones, so I can't like like Grand, Grand Theft Auto Online and Fortnite and yeah. other bits and bobs. Yeah, so like like they didn't have all these options, so all they could do yeah, was they, like, they, they weren't cool back in the day. No, I'm not saying that's not about coolness. They it's didn't just have like, the little snake on their Nokia's. Yeah, that's the thing. Like they couldn't play snake, so all they they had left to do was just <laughs> make love to each other. <laughs> I mean, not not. Honestly, not a terrible option. However, snakes is by far more interesting. Excuse me. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But but seriously, like there are, um, you know, there's VR arcades, which are yeah. a new thing. And uh, by the way, shout out to DNA VR on uh, making this a real thing in London. And um, they are very very student friendly, and I highly recommend. Going there, it's it, it's very similar to arcades that we had in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Where you know you played uh, with machines. Actually, back in the nineties, you had a lot of those same machines where you know you played uh, on those joysticks and stuff. You don't have them anymore. What, what happened to them? We 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 literally have no you know have no idea. But they disappeared like from the malls. The the real um, question and the topic that we want to bring up was the student funds uh, of consumption, actually the, the amount of money they spend on things and the, the way they save and what they decide to spend on. And currently there's a huge de debate about, because they're all stuck at home, should they be buying new technology? You know, uh, as we just mentioned, uh, kids are very much interested in new iPhones, uh, in new apples and pears and oranges. Should you be buying a new laptop? Should you, should you be buying a new iPad? Should you be buying a new iPhone? Well, 
for, first of all, I think we have to address that there is a technological leap which has been made and devices are better than ever. Uh, for example, uh, you have had the introduction of 5G, which I'm sure everybody has been really excited about since, you know, uh, people stop having sex, you know, around uh, around the Apple events. <laughs> around around 2010, I mean, 5 or 2010. That's impressive that's in itself, you know, that you have such a dedicated fan base. Um, yeah, imagine button. being that company and going like, I'm so proud because my new products made people stop having sex yeah. for a few weeks. I, I feel like that's an achievement. You think that's an achievement? That that I is think, an achievement. I think that's of, of, that's. Of I think that's the anti-achievement. I mean. Why? Why would that be? That that's saving the world. I don't know. And they are probably competing against the uh, the protection industries. You know, the protections they use. You know, during uh, intercourse. No, I I think it's it's because they lose money. It's diverting. It's diverting, you know, the public from humanity, you know, it's, it's from humanity. Yeah. I mean, so, so is what, it, because what, you know, like, like, like love and sex and, and whatever you, what, wherever you want to draw the line. Right. But like, like these things makes, makes us human, you know, right. and technology is sort of like making us more like, in, like our, in our heads and, you know, like, you know, you use a, use a phone and, and you get all these impulses from like okay. digital stuff. Right. And then you think that's like, life. Inst- like Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Instagram which, which is, is the other which topic. is Which is interesting. Uh, did you know right. that he, here's a very funny thing about uh, social media networks and dating apps. Um, what do you think is roughly the proportion of guys to girls on Instagram? And what do you think out of those genders people are actually looking on those apps? So I think, I think there's more girls on Instagram than guys. No? But what about dating apps then? Dating apps probably more guys. It's probably more guys. It's actually the opposite. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, obviously, for Instagram, you're right. That there are more girls. And for dating apps, there are actually, in fact, more girl accounts than guy accounts. What, what do you think the girls are looking for? And what do you think the guys are looking for when it comes to dating? They have probably found... Okay, I think there's two kinds of, of guys on dating apps. And one is the, the kind who doesn't find their partner in in their their current living situation right. and goes online because they think they're going to be more successful there. The other one is just like, who's just swiping and wants to have like girls over at their house and, and they, right. they want what to is, have what like is, nameless what is, what is, casual What is the proportion between the two? There's more people for relationships and less for casual sex, I think. Ah, so see, another girl would not be thinking that. Really? Yeah, because it's 80%. So the study has been done, which cited that 80% of guys are looking for relationships and 20% of guys are actually looking for you know casual relations including just being friends really yeah well wait 20% of guys is just looking for for actual just just, ca- just casual, just casual relations and being friends yeah wait okay when 80% is looking of the guy for, population right? yeah is looking for long term exactly. exactly really and that is only particular to tinder which is seen as a casual dating app now, the other dating apps, which are more serious, have a way, way higher proportion of guys really? who have long-term relations. Yeah, of course. Now, what do you think girls, the, what do you think the girl situation is when it comes to the same dating apps? Well, I, I, I assume that then it's like girls are actually looking for more casual stuff. Yeah. Bingo. But actually, 
um, that's out of the girls who are looking for anything. Majority of girls who go on social uh, social dating apps, right, like like Tinder and uh, others, they actually looking just for validation. Okay, I it's, see it's what around, you mean. It's, it's around the proportion is actually huge. It's mm-hmm. like 70, 70 to seventy five percent of all girls are looking for simple validation, and that is throughout every social media network. Okay. But I mean, that's a model of life, no? Like, because like in, in real life, it's, isn't it the same? Like girls are a lot of times, you know, looking for validation and each time, each time somebody likes them, they will go like, like, oh, okay. So they like me. And then guys, each time, like they look at different girls because, you know, there's that idea of, you know, like how, when you're a girl, it's like guys sort of come up to you and mm. you can choose. And when you're a guy, you look at girls and you have a lot of options and you go like, oh, I like this one, I like this one and whichever one. But, but really girls have more options when it comes to that. Yeah, it's, what I'm trying to say is like, like sort of when, when you're, you're a girl and you walk into, uh, you know, like a room full of people, yeah. then, then you single out one person and go like, oh, I really like them. Yeah, you go, like, when you're, when you go like, how you do? <laughs> <laughs> and when you're a guy... You walk into a room and you go like, "This girl looks good. This girl looks good." You know. So. Well, okay. Hey, what about? This is another stereotype for well, me. Th- th- I mean, th- I is, when I walk into the room, I think, "Oh, I'm looking very sexy today." <laughs> <laughs> it's um, well, obviously, Eddie. I'm I mean, talking about guys I, in general, but, 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 not but, but, you. But here, yeah, but actually, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm an exception. I'm just um, bringing sexy back, but. Actually, girls and guys are not that far apart. See, everybody's seeking validation, but just the social engineering methods and society in general had created a situation where the validation methods are different. Because we do know from studies that Instagram liking creates dopamine, right? Any kind of validation, which is why a lot of people want to get famous, any kind of validation creates you know, that dopamine effect, which we get in our brain. So we feel quite happy about it. It is, you know, it, it appears to be more so with actual people who have ADHD, in fact, because they already, they don't produce enough dopamine and serotonin as it is also depending on their specific condition. So it's kind of worse with them that, you know, everybody's seeking validation. It's just, it's funny that a lot of girls, right, because maybe they can get more validation on those platforms. That's why they're more on those platforms than guys, because, you know, it's a question like if if there's a guy model, would he get the same attention from girls? Probably not. It's just you know the way it works. I mean, you might have you know opposing arguments. I think our our theme now is more about like relationships or or you know like like relationships and sex versus like technology. I can't remember. We just mentioned <laughs> no, no, no. briefly. <laughs> so let okay. Let me let me ask you this. Like, do you think like dating apps? Um, actually reduce the number of, of relationships that are made or increase because in a way that it makes you, you know, just like stay at home and swipe and along and you know, I feel like it's a waste of time. You know, I'm sitting at home. I'm super tired. I, it's just like the same as Instagram. I'm just swiping around. Yeah. So it's not an actual personal contact. And we know that people like a lot of decades ago, like in, in you know, the 70s. Well, decades ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah. gee, it's, it's not that long ago no, that people, like you know, went, went to the bars. So people 50 years ago had more sex than we do now. So, but we, we even have apps for it, right? So we spend so many, you know, so much, so many hours right. swiping you, away right. and texting so we spend, people. So we spend more time actually seeking that, actually yeah. doing it. So 
But really, that's why businesses that try to act for that need, that it's great for them because that's what they present. They sell that sex, which they actually don't get. Because that's how a lot of brands, you know, market themselves, you know, look for uh, Gucci and so forth. They sell, you know, that sexiness. And, at, you know, at the end of the day, it's not really what you get. It's just selling the idea. Yeah, it's the same way as advertisement works and it's the same way as these apps works. And actually, I feel like, um, you know, with Tinder and with Bumble and every provider that that asks you like or goes like, you can use, you know, this for free, but you can also pay to have like benefits on the app. Mm. I think that's like such an exploitation of psychological needs because... I'll be honest, like often when I when I use dating apps, I use them because I feel sort of alone, right? But or if you're very busy, which which obviously are. What do you do you think the pricing is fair, you know, guys and girls when it comes to those benefits? Because what price? No, it's what it's it's, okay. like, it's actually more for guys on average across the across okay. the whole industry so and think, by huge margin. I think it's the majority of people who pay for dating apps who actually pay will be guys. I think it's guys. I think it's guys. And you know, I my initial initial belief about this is like I think it's such a, a dirty thing to do, you know, like to ask people for money in exchange for, for giving them this illusion of being less lonely. And and there's people... Well, who, not really, because no, like, like in China, yeah, for example, in China exactly and other places, you, you, you pay for people to be around you. <laughs> you like there are... Uh, families for rent it's hilarious but it is true like it's it's obviously it's worse there than it is here but you know no, that's, that's what it actually is. there you know like you can rent if you can you rent, can rent family, the family <laughs> you can rec- actually Why? rent to the people to be there you can rent a friend if you want but to. on tinder you just pay because you, you feel there's a bigger chance that you will find the love of your life or a bigger chance that you will find a lot of well, that's what sex, think, right? So, right it's actually what guys think well it's i mean i meant, I meant like for the casual stuff. That's what yeah. the girls think of, of the guys. Maybe, I, but I think it's mainly... Because they also have a different per- perception. Of- I don't know. It's, this is so hard to believe for me. I think guys are on Tinder for casual stuff. No, seriously. Trust me. Like, it's... That's just the way it is. I've read a lot of this because I was shocked myself. Uh, because, you know, when I found out about this hype, <laughs> I was like, what? Like, how? You know, that's not possible. But, like, yeah, you, gotta, you gotta take into account also the bias because, like, a lot of guys would be like, oh, no, 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 you know, we're, we're doing very well, you know, and amongst yeah. other things. And plus, like, people can't really get the first impression of the person just via looking at something that... That is know, 100% true. Like, so it's like, all about, it's mean, all about yeah. vibe and... It's, it's like when you get it's this so sort cliche. of it's a surprise in the box, you know, like you right. buy something, but you don't know what's oh, yeah. in it. So it's true. You meet because it's going to be terrible. Like, attraction, right. attraction is not just based on visual looks. It's yeah. based on a lot of like other physical things, like, you know, like genetics and how you talk and, you know, so too many things that you can't say from a photograph. True. Right. So, so there's a really big risk that you meet someone and then you have to say, oh, I'm sorry that you're not really what I'm looking for. Did you know that eating garlic, a day after garlic, uh, guys in an experiment, right? They were seen to be more sexy by their smells. <laughs> I'm serious. A day after they ate the garlic, they seem what? way more sexy, which is ridiculous, right? Because uh, people say, oh, don't eat garlic, you know, when you have like in the next few days, like a date or whatever. But actually it's the opposite, right? Girls thought that the guys who ate garlic the day before were much, which is weird, right? Because it's really weird. It's so apparently garlic produces um, more of the grape flavors 
that you have, right, of of your own body, and it it just helps you uh, to just become more more attractive, which is weird, right? Because that's what the perfume perfume sell, right? Is they sell a great smell, you know, they sh- you should really enjoy, which don't even mask, you know, your own personal smells, which you know, which is weird because each person smells uniquely. Like if that in itself is amazing. Each person has their own yeah, smell, yeah. which is how dogs recognize you, right? Right? Dogs recognize yeah, yeah. you by your smell, not because dogs can't see very well. Yeah, but they can smell amazing, so they recognize you by your smell, and that's yeah. why they they like people who they smell because they they can't smell fear or happiness, which is weird, right? It's it's one of the most you know, you know smell is one of the most amazing things, and it's like your diet can influence that, and that's this is one of the things that people don't account for. You know, you have those factors that. Uh, due to artificial lighting and so forth, and photos, yeah. obviously being not the reality, you'll feel different about uh, the person you're seeing because obviously you tended uh, to you, you tend to like features that you have personally, which might look different on the picture versus what, what you see in person. So I I know that that you know like smell is really well it is well, it is relevant. it's really important in dating it's really important I, I think I, but, but, but I it's find not, it not really even in dating just like across the board if I, if we think really generally I mean I love you know like like scent and smell and and so like basically that for us right now the interesting question is like like you have all these dating apps right and you spend all that time there and and you swipe these people right left and then read their bios and mm. and. And what do you base the attraction on if you don't actually see them in person and experience Cheesy pickup lines? Is, is, is that yeah, it? Is that, like, is that the end of humanity? <laughs> do you think it's sort of like basing things on imagination? Because, because I mean, you only see like one input. You kind of see what you want to see. You only see them visually, you know, even what they say. It's only they're like written. Right, but, but so you imagine what yeah. you interpret it, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's. I think it's a really weird thing, and and in this way, it makes more sense. Like why you know, like we have dating apps, but at the right. same time, we make make less relationships. You know, in this decade or you know whatever. So humans are just more lonely now than yeah. There, the, the, so like technology makes you lonely. I think, but does it, or is it just that we now realize how lonely people actually are? No, I think it makes you more lonely because because it gives you the feeling that you you are having options and you're doing things, but you're actually not because you're just alone with your. Phone. So, so would you say that the paradox of you becoming more interconnected actually makes you feel like you're less connected with those people? Then I no, instead of talking not to exactly. It's because that you have the illusion that you have more choice. Mm. But do you have more choice? I mean. I mean, if you would go out, you know, and meet people and actually see them and talk to them, maybe you would know after three seconds if you're attracted to them or not. But online, it takes you a week, you know, until you meet them and you realize. Yeah, you, you got you to you meet the person. You can't. There's, yeah. there's no way in hell. Like, you can love chatting to the person. But then when you meet them, it's, it's completely different. Like, you behave completely differently because on text... Right, especially on text, because it's how people communicate. Yeah. You can plan what you can say. Like you can plan out your perfect response or the way you see that perfect response being. In the reality, you know, it's just a bunch of coincidences. Like it's how you react within, you know, the whole world. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree absolutely. Yeah. I think the basic question is like the paradox of like online dating. So it's like <laughs> this technology makes make us more lonely or more connected. And I think it doesn't make us, you know, more social. 
we use social media. We call it social media, but yeah. it's actually anti-social media, right? Uh, the, uh, was it the anti, um, that brings up the question, like in the current circumstances, you know, that university students are kind of broken up because the universities and all, don't really exist. And, you know, the whole community in London is generally, has been broken up. Should we have, should university students in London have their own social network? Like, is that going to, you know, unite everyone? Or is that not enough? Should we like make people believe in something like what their team or, you know, their society, like even the sports team stands for? Is that, is that what takes people to unite? Because surely it's not about just talking about stuff. It's about standing behind one idea you know, believing in something, like ultimately thinking that is that is the thing. So you think that that online engagement helps with with the, this feeling of belonging and, and socializing? Probably something is that when you actually believe. Like the, there is a paradox. People do think they belong to a lot of celebrities or people or shows even they watch. Yeah. They relate to it, even though they don't know them personally. They relate to them heavily. You know, it is that paradox and they feel like... Yeah, I, I know what you mean, yeah. But that's, at the same time, like, that's a belief, right? That's not, it's an experience, but not a real experience, right? So it, in general, that's what our world is like headed to, is like, like virtual rea- reality. And then, yeah, and then it's in different areas, it poses the same question. Like, is, is it really helpful to create an online community, to create an online experience? Is it, is it good enough? You know, like, does it substitute like actual human experience? And I mean... Since I've been a, a young child, I have right. been always like like the advocate of real things, you know, and I have always disliked yeah. things, things that are virtual. Right. And I still think this way. And I think I'm alive to experience real things. And, you're, you're, you're alive. You know. I mean, of course. Because you're, li- so, you're a living thing. You're a living person. You know, you, yeah. should, you should be experiencing um, yeah, but, know, those real things. I agree. Do, do you believe in lemon law? Lemon law. Yeah, it's basically like you have five minutes to decide whether you want to stay for the whole day. I don't know this one. So it's like it's a thing that's been since like beginning of noughties. And basically it's like, so you have eight seconds to decide whether you want to engage in a date. And then you have five minutes whether, you know, you want to continue a date. And then afterwards, you know, it's not hard feelings. If there's no hard feelings, then everything is fine. <laughs> so you gotta have concrete feelings for it to not be fine. But like, what's what's the situation? Like, oh, it's it's lemon law. So it's like that because you know they make like oh, all okay. these rules so for dating. Okay, so it's basically like you meet someone, and after right. after eight minutes, you have to decide if you're interested in them or not. Right. That that's the thing. Like, is the question. I was thinking whether dating is actually bogus in itself. Like, it's a flawed thing. <laughs> what? Well, because like you come to a date with like certain expectations and you try to measure that person up towards expectations. Yeah. Like, you know, you're not going to like be going and doing, I don't know, like go-karting and like doing fun stuff that you, you would actually be doing. Yeah. You know? It's like you try, you put yourself in a such an awkward situation where you're definitely not going to bond. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. you know, what, what are you, what are you actually going to do that? Like, what are you, what are you trying to achieve by talking about, sure, you can like sometimes talk about like uh, funny stuff, but it's, it's going to be way yeah. more difficult. Yeah, no, no, no. Dating is, and, and online dating makes it even worse, right? Like, because there's the expectation of, this is a date. 
this is what's supposed to happen, right? So it has this sort of like, you have the structure in your head. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is what, what's going to happen, you know? And then you expect it to happen and you either sort of read everything into the situation and go like, oh yeah, this is what's happening. He's taking me out. Now we're saying goodbye. Should we kiss? Should we not kiss? You know, so there's that, you know, and that's that not idea. Even, right, that's and, not even. and with online dating, it's, it's even more strong, right? Because it's, you go like, okay, I'm going to meet this person for a date. So I sort of know what's going to happen or what's supposed to happen because I have the idea in my head that this is what a date is supposed to look like. Right. So, so there's there's obviously lack of tension in the kind of ways, you know, all those dating apps and actually going on a date, do they remove that tension from being like, oh, what's going to happen next? Like, because like, obviously you chatted to a person before. No, they don't remove the tension. They they sort of after the tension because but, but the thing like they talk for a while so dating apps they talk for a while before actually engaging you know in going for a date or a discussion to go on a date um in the reality like you meet someone like like you know a lot of people did like i don't know 10 years ago uh majority of people yeah anyway they you know they met somebody and then we're just like oh don't want to go on a date like just don't like me next time yeah you know yeah. it's like you know so so suddenly and it was like okay like what's gonna come out of it like i do legit want to find out because you still feel like you're trying you know trying to find out more about that person when in reality like you know in the online dating apps you kind of talked and then you like you come to that last like date you're like oh like we practically didn't even really talk about anything do you want to like talk about like who you are you know and then it's the concept like dating because like when you sort of like meet you know casually i don't know like go to a supermarket you just meet right and they start finding conversation like, oh yeah, let's I don't know, let's do something, right? Um, you know, that kind of leaves like question of open expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's about the mindset, right? You have like open expectations, you know, you don't know what the person is gonna look like, but when you're on dating apps, you have a particular expectation, which kind of ruins that sort of like thing of yeah. you know, that natural bonding. And actually, interestingly enough, most relations are literally just about the bonding. It's not like even sure people kind of have to you know work together, but any two people can bond and you know have relations. No matter what kind of relations they can you know have uh, relations, whatever, be friends or whatever. It's literally about bonding, and that is kind of what dating has been spurring up. I mean, it's not even that old of a concept, is it? Dating. You think it, oh, it's not that old of a concept, yeah? Because we used to have like arranged marriage and stuff. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, even the idea of, of finding someone is new, right? Right. Because you used to be like, oh, you're, you're going to marry someone and, and form this sort of like liaison. Like yeah, yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah. Form this Alliances, sort of yeah. Alliance of, right. you know, like what's your financial and sort of like mm. solving your life together. And, and we have the idea of love you know sort of like really going oh, yeah, the, the, into the going into marriage right, right? right so right. Like today we're supposed to be married for right. love which is also a new thing right because we we used to be married for like wealth and and you know protection and right. and having a family and tradition and and yeah. today we're we're supposed to be married for feelings which right. is <laughs> it which, puts which, a lot of pressure right. which you know which you know you know you have and a the little... next time i want to talk about institutional marriage it's one of my topics that i've written down we have a lot of time to record it. Do you have a conclusion? I have a conclusion. Uh, dating sucks. There are a lot of <laughs> TV shows done about it. I don't think dating sucks, but I think like 
So do you think that online dating apps makes us I, more? I, I, th- I think I think dating sucks as well because like you kind of you come with a goal like like you're putting in all the stuff like you like you coming in and it seems more like a transaction to you like no matter which side you're on it's gonna seem like transaction and that's sad like. You you know you want to just see what happens you know being like oh yeah but sometimes it works you know sometimes people meet who have the same expectations which is great but like it it never it like rarely works out like if you look at the way things actually happen and even more than that you know um, I think dating is manufacturing you know this situation so it's like sort of creating the situation of meeting someone and seeing if they expect the same thing as you do mm-hmm. and. Normally in life, at one point, you you may have a chance of meeting the person or a person who has the same expectations of you do. But with dating, you actually, you create that situation, like sort of like make it as like a fake meeting, you know, like you make it as, okay, let's meet the, this person. Let's see if, if they, you know, if they have the same expectation, let's meet this one, let's meet this one, you know, so you're sort of like creating these trials and you know, you might meet them, you, you might grow your chances of actually meeting that person, you know. But it's a question, is it really or is it just an illusion? No, it's not an illusion. Like, you, you do grow your chances, but there's there's a bigger chance if you organize your dating this way, like on, on online dating apps, there's a bigger chance of you falling into the illusion of, of meeting a person who has the same expectations because, because you know that you're, you want to find someone, you know, you know that... You want to be with someone, so right. you're. If there's a bigger chance of you thinking, "Oh, I bet this is them," you know, and maybe it's not. Okay, but like, okay, what if the real question is so the attitude that comes with that, perhaps that um, there's a lot of literature indicating that people who you know, like all those guys uh, on dating apps who want to go into relations, they feel like they have to you know find someone because you know they whatever they feel lonely and so forth. And, um, for, you know, for that purpose, they already have a particular mindset. Like they focus a lot of their energy on actually finding that person. The literature indicates actually the opposite. If you focus on yourself, you're more likely to meet someone that, you know, you, you know, you can spend good time with. So, because it could be that you become more interesting or whatever, but it's it's a paradox. You're more in your element and and you're more, you know, focused on what you are like. And yeah, this is true. And this is almost like another topic for another day. So is is that not the failure of dating itself? Because it creates a goal, which paradoxically doesn't actually, is not the method of actually achieving that particular goal. Yeah, because it's just like the situation where you're not focusing anymore on what you like, but like, you know, like how you feel. So you have something in mind and you don't sort of let actual things happen to you. No? Of course. I 100% agree. And that's the, that's the wrap up of this one, I think. Online dating, yes or no? Maybe. No. <laughs> it's a maybe for me. It's, it's a maybe plus it's, no. It, it, it never works. It never works. Yeah. I know people who have long-term relationships from Tinder. Just saying. But I mean, that's a good thing.